All right, we're doing this. So welcome to the Board Certified Gaming Podcast. That's right. We have a podcast now. We're giving this a shot. You have a podcast. I have a podcast. I'm just here. Amar is here, but Hello. you know we're doing stuff. So I, it's Andy, obviously, and then Amar is here. Hello. Say hello. Hi. Say hello again. Hello. So we're going to be, you know, putting these out every couple, you know, every so often, just so we can talk to people and talk to the world about what's coming out in video games and what's, you know, that's how I lived at this apartment for three years and just realized I have a ceiling titty. There you go. Nice. Ceiling titties. They're nice. Yeah. I've, oh, known, I have that mini I've, one. I've known you've had one forever. I didn't know I had one in my kitchen though. Yeah. You got two. You got a full set. Well, one's bigger than the other. I mean, that's most. They're uneven that's, ceiling that's titties. That's most boobs. But okay, <laughs> mine are pretty. One is a little bit bigger than the other. Mine are pretty symmetrical yeah, for the most mine part. Mine are just big, so that's that's all I'm worried about. So, yeah, we're gonna have this podcast. We're gonna talk about things that are related to gaming, and you know, just things we find interesting or stuff we can realistically <laughs> talk about for a little bit. So the first thing we're gonna get into is some big news that happened. You know, that, that was announced over the past couple of days. So Nintendo announced the Switch Lite. So it is... Or as I like to call it, the 3DS Pro. The 3DS Pro, it is... Or the Wii U 2019, basically. Like, it, it's the same Switch. It's the, Wii, it's the Wii U, but not the console, just the gamepad. More bougie. And it's, it's the same Switch you've all come to know and love, but, you know, half the carbs. Smaller. You actually fucking went through with that joke. I hate <laughs> I you so much. <laughs> I came up with that. Sorry. Right, start over. Sure. I'm not going to start over. So the Switch Lite came out. Uh, I'm just going to run through a couple. It of, didn't come out. It's going to come out. It's going. It's, right. it's going to come. I am. I'm an and idiot. So am I. It is going to come out September 20th, and for the measly price, which, if I may add. September 20th is also the date that we're storming Area 51. There you go. Storm Area 51. With your Switch Lite. They can't stop all of us. They can't. I mean, what are they realistically going to do with hundreds of thousands of people coming? With Switch Lights. We want answers. That D-pad. We need the truth. It's sweet. It protects you from bullets. So I'm going to run through some specs, and then we're going to talk about it, give our first impressions, give our thoughts about it, and then, you know, see where it goes from there. So first of all, it's got non-detachable Joy-Cons. So it is a full, solid handheld system, meaning you cannot take the two Joy-Cons off and do anything. They're just attached. Which really sucks for those people that enjoy dropping their Switch and watching the Joy-Cons fly. Yes, or taking the Joy-Cons and just having fun with them. In what way? You know, playing one, two Switch or playing <laughs> the other games that requires taking them off. Yeah. I also like losing them because it makes me feel human so and then next it's a five and a half inch screen which is down from a 6.2 inch screen and basically from what the visuals i've seen is that it is basically a joy con shorter so take the joy con one joy con off the border, and that is the length of a switch light i mean i'm I'm looking at it too is like the border also kind of looks a little more thin like because I, I noticed that i was playing my switch the other day because I was like, shit, I actually have a huge backlog and some of them are on that console. And I was like playing it handheld, excuse me, because Michelle was watching TV. And I was like, oh shit, like this border is actually like obnoxiously thick. Yeah. I immediately docked it. I was like, ugh. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. 
So this one does. Switch Lite has no TV connectivity, so you cannot throw yeah, it in no the dock. Yeah, there's no output. There's not even a kickstand. So you can't even just set it down and play it, which without detaching Joy-Cons, there's not really a need for a kickstand, but it does not have one at all. So well, this is completely handheld, completely mobile. Which is weird to me because you can connect other Joy-Cons to this too. You can. That is. So if you don't have a kickstand, what do you... Yes. You would have to buy a third-party peripheral to... Or you'd have to get like a binder and, or a book and, or a, you know, something heavy and set it up next to it. That's what you're going to have to do. That's just, they are priming this as a holy mobile console that you are having in your hands at all times. And Also, don't forget, no HD around. rumble. No HD rumble. I'm getting to that. Go and get ahead of me. No infrared motion camera. There's a motion camera in the Switch? Supposedly. Okay. Well, there, watch out. No infrared mobile camera. Whatever the fuck that thing does. That's how little we know. Yes. We shouldn't even talk about this anymore. We, do, we, <laughs> we are even, an expert. We didn't even know this thing had a motion camera. It's also going to be Mac 720p because it is just the handheld. You cannot connect it to a 1080p TV and have it do anything. You get 720p no matter what you're doing. It, they, according to the website, it says it works with most Switch games because there are only a couple where you need a Joy-Con to, you know, like one, two Switch or other games like ARMS where you're actually using the Joy-Con for a motion other than using it for a... Those will still work, analog though. Stick. They will, because but it's as, really weird. As long as it says that it supports handheld mode, yeah, it'll work. But you won't get the full experience that a Switch owner has had right. for the last two years. So that's what throws me off, too, is because of the fact that, like, you see on the back of the game cartridge and even on the eShop, it says, here's the modes that it supports. It supports TV mode, tabletop mode, handheld mode. Yeah. How? What is the difference between tabletop and handheld so tabletop, because tabletop is yeah you you're just literally putting the tablet on the table yeah and then the joy cons are detached which just get a tv but you can also play tabletop like i've played tabletop before where i've had the joy cons attached to the switch had the kickstand docked but i'm using my pro controller yeah i mean tabletop i think is more for i have a switch you have a switch and these switches are connected and the games are going across both switches which is like very like which I is think a rare Mario Party occasion. is the only game that which I know is a that rare occasion. Does that. It's never going to happen. At least in my life, it's never going to happen. But I mean, it's just it's there in case you need it. Uh, another change is there are no there's now a D-pad. There are no more directional buttons on the left Joy-Con. It is a full D-pad, and they have said, Mister Bowser, King Bowser of Nintendo of America. Which is how awesome is that that the CEO of Nintendo America, his last name is Bowser. It's amazing. No relation. No relation. <laughs> no relation to the giant shelled man that you have come to know. There is going to be no D-pad on regular Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons are going to be made the same. They're going to look the same. It's just now this Switch Lite has a D-pad on it just for some reason. They're just trying to make the Game Boy Advance all over again, which I am all for, but we'll get to that later based on our, you know, talk about our thoughts about it. This also was interesting to me because there's now going to be a uh, new and better processor and battery. So on the Switch Lite, it said probably up to like 30% better battery depending on the game. In this Switch Lite, they packed a, a better battery in such a smaller device and a better processor to handle all the games you're playing. What are we supposed to do? Us, you know, 
normal switch owners we've owned a switch for the last you know year or two you trade it and you buy it do we get to trade it in do we trade it in and buy it GameStop will have some kind of promotion where they'll buy it for like five bucks but i i have a couple questions that i'd like to ask you and get both of our opinions on i have some opinions i want yours as well but the last comment i have is that there is no labo support labo 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 i hate the way you pronounce things sometimes cobble wobble labo labo i thought it was labo labo sounds stupid well it's a lab oh <laughs> oh so labo what? i just sound like in the what dumbest universe person. did you think that it was pronounced because labo sounds like get some tacos and you sound like yeah. that dude that would pronounce it mario which i hate those people well you are now one of those people with a nintendo it's labo. mario that's what it is mars this podcast is very over. mad at me right now i get that but it labo so no labo support so any of you cardboard fanatics that are making steth or uh periscopes out of your cardboard you're shit out of luck have you tried that thing yet I no i am not a about. a nine-year-old kid so i'm not that interested in it it would bore me like in a second i saw and somebody also, i have no a... patience to put together a cardboard uh piano i saw somebody took like the nintendo labo cardboard and made like a plinko machine i don't care I thought that was kind of cool. It's cool, but that would bore me. I will play Plinko all day. All day? Is that what it's called, Plinko? Plinko is the thing where you drop the disc and like it bounces on the thing. Correct. Yep. Very popular in Asia. And in The Price is Right. I knew I liked that show for a reason. That's why you like Price is Right for Plinko. For Plinko. The, the game they maybe play every Plinko. like two episodes. Okay. Plinko is very big in Japan. I bet it is. Pachinko is what it's called. In Japan. Pachinko. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I had a Pachinko machine. But isn't this basically the same thing, Plinko and Pachinko? Pachinko is you're shooting balls up and they're coming down. Plinko is you're dropping it from the top. No, same, same I think you were switching them around. I had a Pachinko machine. Pachinko would, you turn the knob and it would shoot a metal ball up. I'm basically very frustrated like a ball, that, but it dropped I'm it. very frustrated that you had to use the word had. Past not anymore. Who just keeps a Pachinko machine? So, you, yeah. I, yeah I guess, yeah. If you had one, you'd keep it. Pachinko. But the Nintendo Switch Lite is going to be dropping September 20th for the measly price of $200. So in theory, this is one of the cheapest ways to get your uh, foot in the door as having a new gen console. $200. That's it. 200 bones. I mean, it's essentially the successor to the 3DS, if you think about it. Like, when I first heard that this thing was announced, I was like, oh, cool, this is for fucking kids. Which is... Not to say that adults can't buy this thing, but, like, how many kids did you know that, like, their parents went out and bought them, you know, like, young kids, I'm talking, like, ages, like, 8 to 10. Yeah. They went out and bought them, like, GameCube, stuff like that. No, they were like, hey, it's cheaper for me to spend $150, $200 on a fucking Nintendo DS or something like that. Yeah. And that's... Like, I had a Game Boy before I had any, like home you get handhelds because they can you know it It shuts your kid up when you're fucking shopping that's why my mom bought me the the game boy she was like here's the fucking game boy with pokemon yellow she's like let me shop at wet seal for two hours (laughs) and i'm like i don't care i'm fighting gym leaders like i got i have a world to save and that's my first question is do you think this is phasing out the 3ds do you think this is the kind of the merge we're bringing all the 3ds owners who are still clinging on to it the seven of you 
and we're bringing <laughs> i know there are more i've never uh, the, <laughs> i have two the first ds DS's. i've the first ds that came out is the only ds i've ever owned so um, i am out i have of the, a 3ds I, and a 2ds i am out of the loop on how many people own a 3ds my apologies to all 3ds owners but i don't i am the one I, guy that I, has two you are one of the seven <laughs> but i i do you think this is a uh, move to phase out the 3ds and say okay we're gonna announce this we're gonna ditch the support for the 3ds we're not making any more games for it come buy a switch Lite. Mm, probably yeah but i feel like the the ds has kind of gained a cult following with a lot of the different games and just it is a popular device because there's a lot of games on the ds that you cannot bring over to the switch because it doesn't have dual screen support sure so that's i guess the one that's a whole different ballpark in terms of getting the developers to rewrite the code and redesign the game to basically fit one screen yeah now do i see them eventually phasing out the 3ds yes but i don't know i guess i don't know enough about like business or how True. they would handle it like the, if it would make the 3DS, financial sense to do the that. 3ds still to this day even though the switch was out for two years it still sells yeah you know like people still buy it for their kids because it's small it's compact it's games for it are cheap now yeah. you know you can you go probably get a bundle for pretty yeah easily. you can go drop 150 dollars on a nintendo 2ds if you don't care about the 3ds features and there's just a huge library of not just 3ds games but regular ds games too that it that's can play. true yeah so we're talking upwards of like two three four thousand games something like that i don't know the exact number for a couple bucks each if that yeah. you know like shit dude you can walk into gamestop right now and probably find like four games that which you're if you're walking into gamestop right now i mean hopefully this doesn't come out when gamestop is no longer because they're kind of struggling but you know i get your I mean, point they're not gonna go out of business tomorrow. i get your point i get your point don't sell them back to gamestop because you get like 10 cents for them well they sell it for a dollar yeah but that leads into my second question do you think the switch Lite is more of a good second switch or a budget beginner switch. I think it's a budget beginner switch. You think it's budget beginner? You can even tell by the design. Look how much more durable all the buttons and everything look. That's true. Which I hope they This are. thing looks like it could take a fucking beat. Which that leads into my third question. Are you interviewing me? Yes, I am. It so the where You know I don't work for Nintendo, right? I know. My dad does. I'm just giving your opinion, getting your opinion on it. So the thumbstick wear is a problem on Joy-Cons. Don't get me started. But the easy solution is that you can just buy a new set of joy cons or grips or grips or there are, grips there, there are solutions to that where it doesn't affect the middle console of your device but now it's all together so what happens when your switch thumbstick you go nuts and it just like either breaks or wears or it's not working the way it should or a button gets broken you have to replace the whole thing because it's all together not necessarily. They're going to have a warranty period for it. True. There's going to be all those other like, than. But I'm saying you'd have to get a whole new device instead of just buying another Joy-Con. Or hey, this Joy-Con broke. Can I get another one? Right. Like that's the that's the whole problem. Because now if anything breaks, you got to get a whole new system. Yeah, it's all together. Well, like I said, if you look at the from just looking at the build quality, it's smaller and more compact. It it honestly to me, it just looking at it, it looks more durable. Which I hope I would it be is. very like you know somebody's gonna make a YouTube video that I'm very interested to see somebody grabbing a regular switch and then the switch light and just dropping them. Which I mean, it is a good. It is. I'd like because I, th I think this thing is designed with children in mind for like younger kids to break them into gaming yep. to kind of be like, it's, hey, here's it's a, probably pretty intense plastic. Yeah, here's a console for your kid to you know they can play, and if they drop it, 
it's fine. it's like a nokia brick phone a regular switch if you drop is probably not the best idea that'll do some damage but this one is if you dropped a game boy advance it would probably be okay i've dropped my game boy advance several times and the only thing i ever had to do was put tape on the back of it so that way it would stay close the battery i dropped mine then in, my hands got bigger and i could just hold them i dropped mine in a pool and then i dried it out and it was completely fine those things uh back before rice was a thing that well no <laughs> before I just, you could put it in rice. i just like dried it out rice on the, did not exist dried it kids. out on the counter and then it was just it worked but i mean it speaking of past systems that's into my next point but it really looks like a wii u like if you it really looks like a wii u what but does just the switch light to me do you mean the wii u gamepad yeah that game okay. pad yes like obviously not because you know the it, wii u it, was just a lot the wii u it was looked, looked like it did it, it did it looked here. like a small system but it like the thing you actually the controller of a wii u it looks yeah. exactly like that well, i feel like that's where they kind of broke into it because i remember michelle had a wii u and we were at my mom's playing and i was playing wind waker which is a great game and the the best part about it was you just had to hook the the thing up and you could still play from the gamepad yeah you know it wasn't as portable it was portable if you were within range of your home so I do see the similarities because I think that's kind of what they base it off of. Was they, just, yeah. they were trying to figure out that whole like, hey, can this be done? Which, and now the Wii or the Switch is just selling so much. And, you know, they're kind of at that point where they're not selling as many units. Which this, so they need this kind of hardware revamp where it's kind of like, hey, instead of introducing a more expensive Switch that probably nobody except for like hardcore Nintendo enthusiasts are going to buy. Yeah. Here's a more affordable entry level Switch that you can buy for your kids. My little cousin saved up money and bought his own Switch for yeah. uh, like a birthday present like a month or two back. I honestly think that if he didn't decide to it do that then, at that point, he would have, yeah, he would have gone with that. I would have recommended that for him. Probably. Because especially when you're looking at, you know, he is seven and he right now hasn't really played his Switch all that much just yeah. because it's nice out. He's going outside and playing. But when he does go in the house and play, he doesn't play docked. Yeah. He's playing handheld. Because he wants to be able to be mobile, walk yeah. around the house. He wants to sit down and play while he's eating his dinner, or he wants to lay on the couch. And, and there are a minimum. Of, there are even a minimum of games out now. His parents aren't going to buy him fucking docks everywhere. And there are a minimum of games that even like take the two Joy Cons and have you do something else with them other than treat them as a controller. Well, and you could turn those features off too. And, like, you, I hate, and most of the games that do that have I hate motion control so much. I do like like one two switch was interesting just because it's like a party game that it's like shake this joy con because it feels like it's got marbles in it and you got to tell how many marbles. that was the biggest waste of 60 bucks ever because i did not realize until i went to get a switch i didn't realize that that game was a standalone you thought it came with it i thought it came with it like how we i would i would have done that if i were them i would have put that with it because there's no way it's not worth 60 bucks bucks i sold it back for 40 so i didn't lose too much which i still sold it back just still would have like i would have pulled a wii sports and just put that in there because i guarantee you no one is buying that for 60 dollars. jamie can we check the trade value on (laughs) one two switch i'm joe rogan let me see here games that leads into my next point I think a Switch Lite should be $150. Honestly. They'll have a sale. They will. They will. But they will. But one, two Switch, you can actually trade it in if a pro member, $17 credit. I'm really glad I didn't buy that game. I I don't have any use for it. I mean, other than like, hey, we have a party and we have like four people here who kind of want to play video games, but don't really know how they to play still video games. sell pre owned $50 for one, two Switch. That game is for people who suck at Mario Kart. 
but still want to play. No, that game is for people that just want to say they own a Switch but don't own any like valuable games. Yeah. There's the only cool game from One Two Switch. I remember you take the Joy Cons and you shake it up and down because you're milking a cow. Yeah, there that's the only cool thing. It's like WarioWare or whatever that was. We don't talk shit about WarioWare. WarioWare it's a great, great game. It's a great game, but I'm saying it's WarioWare, but like dialed down just for like suburban it's moms. Nowhere near WarioWare. <laughs> it's not, but it's the same kind of. Good suburban mothers that love their children play WarioWare. <laughs> get your kids WarioWare. Don't get them one two switch. Don't be a shitty parent. But I think it should be one hundred fifty dollars, like starting, just because it's like the whole main thing is that you can dock it and you can take the Joy Cons off and play that way. This way you can't. You can still connect them, but who cares? Like I'm not gonna buy extra Joy Cons just to make sure that they can do that with this. I'm gonna play all my games handheld. So you're taking out a lot of the things that make it a switch and it's just like a giant wii u gamepad or a game boy advance or any other handheld nintendo's game it's basically like a any other handheld well, it's game a, that's it's come a out light. in the last how many years it's a light you know that's the whole point which it's, is why i think you we're should not cut gonna, it in half we're not going to be the targeted demographic for this True. this is like i said it's an entry level to be honest we are also terms, switch owners so we have a little bit of bias in terms of pricing this is actually 200 bucks is a really good price for it. I know. Because I, if you think about it, a 3DS when it launched was $200. I still think it should be 150 cut it in half. But then 200 is still a lot. But for 50 bucks more, you're just basically getting a nicer, newer 3DS. I guess. Which the processor and the battery life makes. And you can play is significantly better looking games on the Switch than on the 3DS. Which the, the battery life and the processor are what is making this. If it was just the same hardware, same battery, this would absolutely should be $150 because nothing is like good or new about it. It's just a switch, but you can't move the Joy-Cons and it's smaller. Right, but they got rid of a lot of different features. They improved the battery and the processor. That to me is standing out. That's, I guess, maybe making up the extra $50. Yeah, $130 for a new Nintendo 3DS XL. Okay, but the the 3DS came out a couple years ago. It's been. A I want to say like 2012 was when the 3DS came out. The XL came out probably like 2014, 2015. So it's been five years. Still though, yeah. You know, know what I'm saying 150 sounds. I don't think two. I don't think 200 dollars is if a bad asking point. If this is aimed for children, I would go 150 dollars because more parents would be like, okay, I can see that. It's not like the Switch. It's because it is not inferior, but it is meant to be Switch Junior. Right, so I think, but it's a hundred. If you think about it, though, it's a hundred dollars less. I guess. I mean, you know, and fifty dollars. And there are going to be those sales that they're going to have for it too, where they're going to be like, "Hey, you know, we knock eighty bucks off, so you only pay one hundred twenty for it, something like that." I guess. But we also this is meant to be an entry level system. Like nobody is going to buy this thing. This would be a different conversation if the original Switch that came out was exclusively just a home console. If there was no portability to it, because then I would definitely be in that demographic of. Oh, I can play the exact same games and I can use cloud storage and take it on the go. Absolutely. Yeah. But like I said, this is targeted towards parents, essentially, which towards, hey, yeah. what can I buy my kid? I can save myself because that hundred dollars, I can buy my kid this switch and a game. It's durable. Yeah. And I could buy a game, Yeah, you know, That's and true. then that way my I, kid, I get it. Yeah. It's just, I think it's personally, I think it should be $150 just because 200, it still seems like a lot for it. But that's how much like the 3DS was when it first came out, I guess. And, like and I, I get said, that's Nintendo's, a Nintendo's trying to get money back, but I just am really on the should be $150. Jamie, can we see how much the Nintendo 3DS was when it first launched? But 
They you can still buy a Nintendo 3DS with Fire Emblem Awakening from Walmart for whatever reason, $400. Jesus, I am not doing that. Yeah, the 3DS introductory price in the US, and this is the not the XL, the small 3DS, though I still have it too. Yeah. The introductory price in the US was $250. So if you think about it, they're introducing a I Switch Lite yeah. bigger, 200, better, 50 bucks less, faster, stronger. Yeah. yeah I get you it. know, I get it. it introductory. I, I get it, I guess. The 3DS I'm just XL as a bias. Switch the 3DS on. XL dropped the price down to 200 when it first came out which is still the same price. I guess. I, I am biased. I'm a little bitter because, and this is my last point, I'm a little bitter because there's no Switch Pro. I mean, it's... Like they improved. They improved the processor. They improved the battery. Not by much. Some, I, 30% battery is a lot. 30% on the yeah, Switch? Battery, but like for processor, like you're not going to be running these games at 4K. I know, but I'm These saying, are still going to run natively at 720p, if that. I'm saying they put effort into making sure the processor is newer, that the battery is improved, and that, you know, this is what people are going to want to buy now. But, and they said they're not coming out with the Switch Pro. Where us that bought a switch you bought it when it came out i bought it they also said after they also said what that are they we weren't, supposed to do they also said that they weren't going to give up on the wii u did they oh they gave the fuck up yeah. on the wii u they are that's true that's, because that's they in launched, siberia now they launched that thing in 2012 and in 2017 that was like the the last time i saw a console life cycle that short was between the it original only, xbox and, and the xbox so 360 fast. yeah yeah and a majority of the games on the Wii U are now on the Switch because there were a ton of amazing games on the Wii U that nobody fucking played. Yeah, that's at true. It's a good point. So I mean, I I just want a Switch Pro. Make it better. Make it. I mean, just make it faster. Ha- hack your Switch. I put in a faster I, processor. Put more memory in it. Technically, sound YouTube to do that. Somebody probably already made a Switch Pro. <laughs> Maybe, that is but super spend out of time warranty. improving something for someone who's had a switch for a while and it like wants it to get better not to well give me some cheap version for kids that's yellow just so they could have their attention i just want gamecube games on my switch i agree i mean i'm i'm happy with any of this switch i'm i'm not mad i bought the switch that's zero regrets for that but i mean i i want this to succeed i think it's going to it's just a little annoying that they cater to the cheap and the kids instead of catering to us professional gamers. <laughs> professional. Us hardcore gamers. Yeah, super hardcore. Yeah, but I mean, that's the Switch Lite. I'm probably going to... There's a Pokemon version that I might want to get just because so like. it looks pretty cool. That and one I like. I, would, I could be can, you know swayed to go get it, but I don't know. $200 is pretty steep when it, I already have something that works just fine. Can you give me a beer, babe? <laughs> Sorry, we my gotta stock, just like, We got to stock up on beer. Again. She's like just slowly tiptoeing around us. She's She typed in one of those things. She's like, you've been podcasting forever. I was like, we actually just started recording like maybe yeah, 15 minutes ago. for like 27 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we've just been talking about Is that how long stuff. it's been? It's 27 minutes? Yeah. So if you want to talk about Call of Duty, go ahead. Uh, I love Call of Duty. There you go. I do. And that's our Call of Duty segment. Do you want to do that for your birthday? Watch their multiplayer reveal together? Sure, I'm fine. So they're going to apparently reveal something on August 1st, right? They already had like a little bit of a multiplayer reveal. They have this new gunfight mode. So essentially gunfight is, it's a 2v2. And well, here's from Charlie Intel's site. Um, During a Twitch stream today, this was yesterday, popular content creators revealed a first look at the brand new gunfight mode coming to Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer. 
back in late May during our trip to Infinity Ward, we had a chance to see and also play. Um, so the exact details of Gunfight. 2v2 features specially designed maps for this mode only. Three maps have been shown. So there's King, which is the interior of a warehouse. Pine, which is a dense forest. Sounds like jungle. Yeah. And then Stack, which is a desert container yard, which sounds like a mix of Rust and Shipment. Okay, I'd be down for that. There is no creative class in the Gunfight mode. The loadouts are set for each player, and the loadouts that players play with change every two rounds. There's that, six that rounds total. Cool. When the match starts, the timer gives you 40 seconds to win the round. If after 40 seconds there is no winner, a flag appears on the map. Players then have to run to the flag and defend it for three seconds to secure the win. If no one can defend the flag within the new time limit, the round will end and the team with the most total health wins. Okay. Now with the health, there's 100 health per player combined for 200 health between the two players. It sounds interesting, you I guess. Do not heal in this mode and auto health regeneration is disabled. Okay. The top of the screen shows the combined health per team, allowing you to see how much damage you have done and how much health your team has. That sounds pretty competitively balanced. It's a very like say. close quarters type. Like yeah. I watched a little bit of the stream and I was like, this seems like something I would get super into. Yeah. And I would enjoy, but it then sounds... I would I would inevitably just go back to domination. Well, yeah, it sounds like a nice competitive mode that you can just like I'm gonna, you know, I have a buddy that we can just play together and see what we can do. But I mean, it. I like the whole randomness of you don't just get to pick the best gun in the game. You don't get to. It's like gun. Ha- you don't get to just like hide and regenerate your health. You have a hundred health. If you die, you die. Like that's it. The thing that I'm kind of most excited for too is the fact that they were kind of saying that um, Charlie Intel was at least saying that they were kind of speculating that this was going to be. People were speculating this was going to be similar to like Modern Warfare One, Two, or Three. And they straight up were like, yeah, we didn't report on any of those rumors because that's all they were was rumors. Like we yeah. tried to tell you guys, this is a radical departure for the series. Which it sounds like we've played when you every watch Call the, of Duty for the last how many years? That sounds, when you doesn't watch, sound like anything we've played. When before. you watch the gameplay, like it, it looks a little different. The hit detection's kind of It sounds weird. like it's its own game. It's basically a, a soft reboot of the Modern Warfare series. Yeah. So think like, think basically what COD 4 was for the series. Yeah, you know? they didn't have anything like this. I'm interested. I'm interested. I they got to they got to make something new, so they can't you know keep doing the same thing. Because I've seen that their sales numbers just go down every single year that they come out with a Call of Duty game, and you know it's they haven't had a spike up since maybe Black Ops One. Well, that's why they got to sell all that bullshit that nobody wants to buy. That's why they got to except for crackheads. I think Call of Duty goes like free to play at some point, which I would be down for. I do want to play Call of Duty Mobile. I tried to get that beta, but. It's no. only in Australia, and I was not trying to set up an Australian yeah. Apple ID. I'm ex- I already had one for Pocket Camp, and I can't remember it. I'm excited for Modern Warfare. That's I've given Call of Duty a lot of last chances. World War II was one of them, and they came through. Black Ops 4 was good. Black Ops 4 was good, but... I felt like that was the first time in a few years that we got back-to-back, like, good Call of Duty. It's yes. not great, but Which, good. For me, 3 is a pattern. So if this one's pretty good, I'll keep going. If it's not, if they fuck with Call of Duty 4, because that's what we grew up on, that is our shit. If they fuck with that, I don't know if I'll trust them again. Okay. You will. Probably. Because I'm, there were people, I'm gonna, there were people I'm when Modern Warfare for this stuff, give it to me. When Modern Warfare 2 came out, we all bitched. Yeah. I remember I bitched about Modern Warfare 2. I was like, this game fucking blows. This isn't COD 4. I fucking hate it. Ten years later, I'm still playing Call of Duty, and now I think Modern Warfare 2 is like one of the top ten, or top Modern five Warfare best. 2. Modern Warfare 2 bugs me. 
Modern Warfare 3 bugs me. And Black Ops 3 bugs me. True. Anything with 3 in it bugs the <laughs> shit out of me. Everything I fucking three. hated Modern Warfare 3. I fucking hated Black Ops 3. I guess. That's fair. But 2 was good. 2 was okay. I guess I just got and frustrated because I was no good at it. That's because Everybody was enough. a lot better than me. I didn't know scope. I didn't do any of that shit. Should have played more. I should have played more, but I was I was good at Modern Warfare 1, but not yeah. good at any of the following ones. And, you know, I, I'm okay at Call of Duty. It's just I don't like no scoping and all that 360 no scope and all that other shit and this one is kind of looking like it's going back to the boots to the ground which i'm excited for which yeah i i think I like that it, a reboot scares people it's like oh god you're just gonna like mess this up and you're gonna have loot boxes and you're gonna have all this other crap but they could make it pretty nice like they've listened to what people want and they've <laughs> they've had tons of complaints about what people don't want so it's easy to know what to avoid and what to... Here's an incentive to pre-order on PlayStation, though. If you pre-order Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you get the Captain Price character to use in Black Ops 4. In Blackout. I'm good. Yeah, me too. I don't need to. I really don't <laughs> yeah. need that. But that's cool, I guess. No, but I'm excited for the multiplayer nice that reveal. acknowledging the last one exists. Right. I'm, I'm excited for the multiplayer reveal. Me too. Because, like... And the story. That's the, the, story that's the whole reason. Good. Well, yeah, and they said it was going to be like a super gritty story. They're going to be looking to do a combination of like how you see it through the eyes of like a military personnel, but also how you see it through the eyes of people like in the Middle East too. Which makes sense. So other than the, which same, I'm kind of the a, same, okay, we're doing this mission. Ah, I'm turning on you. Actually, you're dead. And I'm kind then, of excited for to see like how gritty that story is going to be. Like if they're going to be controversial again, because I remember when Modern Warfare 2 came out, like granted we were young, we were high schoolers and the no Russian mission was definitely one of those things where it's like, whoa, this is fucking, yeah. It was, but it was, it was like when you, intense. even still to this day, when I go back and play through that campaign and I go through that mission, it's like, it hits. It's deep. intense. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, and it's like, I want stuff like that where it's, it's a thinker. good, it's yeah. good storytelling and it makes you feel. Yeah. You know? I'm just sick of the old, okay, well you're this guy and then eventually this guy turns on you and you die and then you play yeah. as another guy and finish the thing. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, it's a, it's a soft happens reboot, but way too many I always get excited every year for just the, the Call of Duty it series. And, and I, the multiplayer is always fun to me. Like, even the games that I hated, like I hated Black Ops 3, but like I still had some fun moments with it because I'm like, that's still kind of Call of Duty. I am at the level where I'm I'm a sucker for anything where I can, I've been, my parents have been, or my dad mostly has been a World War II buff and like an army guy where he's like, he loved guns and he loves warfare and stuff. So that growing up with that, I just love the like the concept of being of having a military rank, but not being in the military. Yeah, right. So it's like I'm becoming a sergeant or I'm becoming a captain. And I get to see the. Do you even know that I'm me. a general, level fifty five, bro? What is your fucking KD? I know, but like I sit down. It's weird to me, but that I love that having the you know I'm a lieutenant now and like ranking up just by doing stuff. I like that. Prestiging, so I like too. Over. Because I love just fucking losing everything and starting all over again. I and don't I like say that. That's, I say that so condescendingly, but. I yeah, I love proving that I'm better than everybody by having to start over. I everyone love else losing starts. all of it takes, but I'm better on average for me at least. It takes for one prestige takes me anywhere from eighteen to twenty two hours. Yeah, so I could sit in a full day and crank out some multiplayer mm. and prestige. Yeah, I'm not that good. And it would everything like that years. I worked for is just gone it's with gone, the press yeah. of a button. But you get a new picture. And I do it every time. <laughs> I don't stop because I, I reach us, yeah. 55 or whatever they cap it at. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I'll prestige. And then prestige, I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, I don't have my guns. I'm ass. 
and then I get back all my guns. I'm like, all right, cool, everything's back to normal. Yeah, I hit that level cap again, and I'm like, I'm like, this here button. we go again. <laughs> this oh, shit, here we go again. This button's getting hit again. Yeah. And I do that ten times yeah. every time. So basically, in summation, Call of Duty is gonna whip its dick out, and we're gonna buy it anyway. It's just what we do. I mean, it's sixty dollars. It could be bad, but it's could be more. Money. We're still gonna buy it. We're suckers for this. Stuff. I will buy if they have a two hundred dollar edition of it. You will, but I want it to come with a life sized cardboard cutout of Captain Price. I would buy that, and I want it with a microphone that that like it yells just, at me. It's where just it's like same voice. every time my girlfriend asks me like to clean the bathtub, and like I don't clean it to her standards, I can just press him, and he goes, "Oh shit, we got our asses kicked." Yeah, that's gas, but okay. No, that was that Price. was gas. Was it definitely that was gas? What does Captain Price say? Captain Price is like the old. Uh, he doesn't talk in multiplayer because it's gas. I swear, I know I am right on this. I'm almost positive that Captain it's Price. nope, it's gas. You don't remember what gas sounds like? It's gas. Now look up gas. The comments say rest in peace, Gaz. I'm telling you, it's Gaz. I thought it was Captain Price. No. See, I'm right. I'm going to cut this, the whole middle section, and then it's just going to be he goes into this, and then he just knows I'm right after like two seconds. No, no. You gotta... I'm not. I'm going to keep this whole thing. But I was right for the Okay, record. fine. Well, then I like Gaz. Yeah. Gaz, I would, Gaz then that's what cool. I want. I want Gaz a cardboard the guy cut with the shotgun Gaz. who's like, I just keep this close. Well, He's the one that had like the mohawk, right? That's soap. Oh my fucking fuck, dude. dude who have are you these? played Call of Duty? Just the multiplayer. <laughs> I don't play the campaign. You should apparently. try it. Call of Duty is a pretty good game. It sounds like it's pretty fucking sweet. So, uh, so in we summation, know, so I don't know shit. We know nothing about Call of Duty. But we're going to pick it up because it sounds interesting. We'll have to try this Call hey, of Duty. Hey, man. I've lost the battle, but not the war. <laughs> but I think we're going to end it for today. We're going to end with this segment, which we might start the next uh, podcast with this segment. But what are you playing right now, Omar? I don't know how to answer that. Just what games are you playing right now? I... <laughs> Currently, what is queued up on your Xbox? <laughs> okay. Well, I then, do. I really. Then I will go. I have I, a huge backlog. Okay, we have huge backlogs, but I'm gonna have. We're gonna have a segment on this where we just describe what we're playing and how fun it is. I am playing Dragon Age Two because again, not again, again. I played Dragon Age One and then finished Dragon Age One. Have you ever played Dragon, Dragon Age, Age 2, Two before? Absolutely. So then you're playing I'm it fine. again. I'm playing Dragon <laughs> Age Two again after because it came out in like 2010 or 11. And I'm playing it. Jamie, can we figure out the date that Dragon <laughs> Age 2 came out? I am playing Dragon Age 2 because I love Bioware games and the story and the characters. Like, your choices came matter. out in 2011. 2011. Congrats, you were wrong. And I probably played it in, like, 2013. Doesn't matter. Congrats, but you were wrong. I'm playing it again because backwards compatibility is screwing my life because I have a giant backlog See, and that I makes still it have even the worse is, like, the, the backwards compatibility. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I... So I'm playing Dragon Age 2. I love it. Go check it out. Go buy a cheap copy. Dragon Age Origins is better. Go play it. I started like picking up my Switch again because I was just going through the Game Pass games and I was like, I don't want to fucking play any of these right now. I thought about replaying Borderlands 2. Amar's not playing anything right now. I mean, I'm kind <laughs> of... We'll have a better segment next time. I'm like that dude that's in between jobs, but I'm in between games right yeah, now. Which I know the feeling. If I'm not playing I like... I'm either playing Final Fantasy XII on the Switch, or I'm playing Pokemon on the Switch. Okay, do this. Or I'm playing Goat Simulator on my Xbox. What's the next game you're looking forward to getting? Fire Emblem. 
When's that come out? Two weeks. Two weeks from now? Yeah. Mine is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. That's a week from now. That's a week from now. I'm going to get sworn in as a lawyer on the 17th, and then I'm going to grab Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the 19th and just go. Then you'll actually be board certified. I Then I will actually be board certified. So this is just a lie in the But I am board as in B-O-R-E-D certified. And that on that note, we're going to end this podcast today. I'm Andy. That's Amar. Say hello. Hello. We hope you guys enjoyed this. You say goodbye now. So I can start with hello and then end it with goodbye. (laughs) We'll see you guys next time. This is, again, the first podcast. Will there be a next time? There will be a next time. This is the first podcast we've ever done. It might Roast Andy on Twitter. Please tell your friends. Show them. Just roast him. If you don't have friends, that's okay. Neither do we. We're each other's friends. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about video games for about 45 Yeah, minutes, co-workers so. invited me to the bar, and I said I was going to go, and then they all couldn't make it suddenly. I'm like, all right, it's fine, guys. <laughs> no big deal. But we'll see you guys next time. Tell your friends. Share, like, subscribe, all that other fun stuff. Or don't. I'm not your dad. So go ahead. <laughs> it's not my channel, so I don't get a share. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see you guys I still later. have a job. Have a good one. Peace.